challenging me. Thank you for your honesty. I'm telling you what, it is challenging me. And I don't think I ever find a moment anymore in my house or in the week that I probably have not spent a moment just crying and asking God, give me your mind. I want to think like you think. I want to see like you see. I want to hear like you hear. And I want to go like you go. I want to walk with you. And I want to move in you. So we're going to get right into the word. Is that all right? That's all right. We're going to get right into the word. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20 in the message, it says it this way. Or didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can't live however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for? The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole works. So let people see God in and through your body. Romans 12 verses 1 through 2 in the NLT says it this way. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice and the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I don't know if many of you, I mean, those of you who have Facebook, you may have seen it. And then those of you who might have gotten uh, private messages through maybe teams that you're on as a part of serving in here may have seen it. But Pastor Brandon put a picture out about Fitness February out online. And I'm going to be real honest with you that um, I, I didn't really think anything real big about it. And that's not like because I didn't care. I care. But, but for me, for the last couple years, I, since we did Remnant Fit and did some things and I've had major health things in my body, I've made a decision that I'm going to get up daily, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to move, I'm going to try to eat better and do things. So it, to me, my mindset was set already on that. So I was just like, oh, you know, okay, no big deal for me. And we had talked about it and I said, you know, are, are you trying to do another Remnant Fit thing? Because I thought we were like doing a new thing. And he said, no, I just wanted to send that out there. I just wanted to put it out. It was on my heart. And so we were in the car and I said, are you talking, are you going to speak on that? And he said, no. And I said, good. And then in the next morning I was at the gym weeping because God said, oh yes, you are going to speak on it. You're going to talk about the body because I want to correlate how the body is parallel to the body of Christ and how important it is to take care of ourselves. So before you get a frumpy thought in your mind about talking about exercise or whatever we're getting ready to go into, again, like I said, I want you to take the thoughts that are in your mind, captivate them, put them to the side because God's getting ready to literally blow your mind with how he wants to talk to you about the body of Christ and how important we are and how important his church is and the body is and this gift that he's given us. so good I, you know I put that out there and I was I was going to talk about it last Sunday a little bit just about like getting ourselves as he renews our mind he renews other things and I was like you know I'm just going to put a challenge out there in general like fitness February like whatever it takes when the mind gets in order other things are going to get in order our, 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 our body our, our health our eating habits and I was thinking about like a lot of stuff like you know Sometimes we struggle to have the right mind of Christ. And I can't think, like, in this moment, it, am I my own worst enemy? I mean, think about this. Am I not, am, am I struggling to focus on him? Because of, I'm just thinking about this, and we're going to go deeper into some other things, but I was thinking this thought. Because of what I've been eating or drinking, am I seriously clouded? I promise, cut out sugar and watch what happens to your mind. You, you, if not, you'll live in a fog. 
And I was thinking about, like, if we're truly trying to, like, have the mind of Christ and go forward, what are we seriously intaking in our own person? That's going to be different for everybody. But I was thinking, like, however we can in our personal selves change some of the things. Do we all have bad habits? Absolutely. Do we eat stuff we shouldn't eat because we feel like it? Absolutely. Do we drink more sweet tea than we should? Probably so. Do we drink stuff we probably, you know, see what I'm saying? Like, we have to figure out what is clouding our judgment. What is clouding our minds? And I, I put that out there like that in that moment saying, you know what? I know in January a lot of people do that and talk about fitness and stuff like that. And this ain't all about just fitness. But I was saying just like let's, a healthy mind creates healthy habits. Take this month exercise daily, eat healthy, create a new mindset. Now that's up to everybody how they do that in this room. But if you choose to say what this scripture does say, my body is the temple of God, what, I guess the question to all of us again is what are you doing with your temple? What are you personally doing with it? You know, we can look at other people and look at their bad habits and their what they're addicted to, but in, in the same hand, I don't know if you heard me say it, it's like you might point your nose at somebody doing something crazy, but you're still stuffing your face. And that, that's a problem too. And, and when that does happen, when we have these moments like that, we become clouded. If somebody would present pies down the aisle and say, you know what, just grab a piece of pie. Who would lose, you know, themselves? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's, there's, and I think for all of us, it's all about balance. Because if not, we can get so clouded. You want to know where you truly are personally? Try to fast. It will tell you exactly where you are. Watch yourself fight. And I always said this because it's like fasting should take longer than a week. And here's why. Because throughout that week, you're going to be fighting your flesh over your fast. And when you get past that, then you get in line with the Spirit. Some of the healthiest and the most clear I've ever been is when I've done a, like a, a, a 21 day or a Daniel fast. The clarity and everything. And sometimes, the pe you know, it, it, it's challenging for people because they say, well, I can't or I won't or I just can't go without. But that's up to you. It, 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 it's, it's, it's up to you how you're going to do that, like if, if you choose to let that happen. Well, I think it's something so that we want to... kind of like where, I, I was going to say, I think it's just the saying well, that we want to talk to you about today. Let is, me read this, this scripture that you just read, but I'm going to read the last verse, 1 Corinthians 6.20 okay. in the Passion. You were God's expensive purchase. Man, don't even realize how valuable you are. Paid for with tears of blood. Hmm. So by all means then use your body to bring glory to God. So good. So good. So good. And it, it, it's all in all, every area of our life, it all goes hand in hand. Well, I think it's what we want to talk to him about is mind over matter today. Yeah. Mind over matter. The saying mind over matter refers to the use of willpower to overcome the physical body. Matter. What's matter in life? It's any physical substance distinct from mind and spirit. It's anything that has mass and takes up space. I think we're all matter. We take up space. We're a physical substance. Yeah. But in our mind, a person's, it's, it's a person's intellect, views, opinions, and understandings. And in the Bible, the mind biblically often refers to the heart and the heart often refers to the mind. So when they're using words from Greek and Hebrew, often those words that they use refer to one and the same. That's why I believe that when it talks about asking God to come into your heart, he's also talking about dealing with your mind. Because in order for this to properly function and not be so led emotionally, we have to know that God's in here too to lead us and direct us in our thoughts and our thought patterns. So it's very connected. Yeah. And what we want to talk to you about is the ability to have the mind of Christ over the physical matter, which is the body, so that it can come into control and be subject to the spirit instead of flesh. God desires us to live by spirit. To walk in the spirit. And just like he said, what we put in 
does affect our ability to really see clearly and yeah. think. Are you treating your body like it's another gift you receive? It's good for a moment, and then it gets neglected. Come on. Kids do this all the time. They get something new, and then, oh, that's awesome. They set it to the side, and it gets neglected. Do we treat our body the exact same way? It's good for this one moment, but it gets neglected. It, it, it correlates hand in hand with our physical body, but being the body of Christ. Man, that's exciting. I want to serve. Man, that's exciting. I'm going to give to the, I'm going to do it a little bit. Then it's like, well, that was, I, I'll do it for a week. And then it gets neglected. So if that gets neglected, yeah. then guess what else gets neglected? The other part of the body. Taking care of ourselves, doing what matters yep. most for us. The word willpower is the ability to control yourself with determination to do something difficult. It's the ability to delay gratifications, resisting short-term temptations to meet long-term goals. Resisting short-term temptations to meet long-term goals. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says it this way, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Good. Now, I want to tell you something. I'm, I guarantee when I read that scripture, your first thought was not about taking care of your body or anything physical like that. You're probably thinking more from lust, drugs, alcohol, things that I see on TV, uh, words that come out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? People that I hang out with, the stuff that I go. No, guess what? Temptations are temptations from the very small level of in your, the thoughts that you, well, sometimes they're big levels of the thoughts that you think, but to the fact of what you put on your plate. Temptations can be anything. And what, what I realized when I thought about this is that in reality, the enemy tempts us every day with our physical bodies. He tempts us every day to give in. He tempts us every day to be tired, to be lethargic, to, to struggle. And now I know some of you are looking at me and you're thinking, well, I have health issues. Well, let me tell you something. I get it. And I have health, I have health things going on too in my body. But I believe with what God's given us today, he's going to give us a mindset to help us overcome the things that are trying to defeat us. We I'm want, just telling you, well, so please don't be offended because no. I'm just telling you right now, if anybody in this room knows from some people who intricately know you, me, I know what it feels like to be in pain 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling. I know what it feels like to feel sick. I know what it feels like to not be able to eat. I know what it feels like to have your body make you feel depressed and lonely and make you feel like you don't want to do anything. I get it. So please, 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 all I'm asking is it's time we get our minds right. So if I'm not speaking to anybody else in this room, I'll speak to myself. Jen, get your mind right. Get your mind right. Well, you, you have to because it will take you on a ride. And here's what God's trying to desire. He's not just wanting you to just be a Christian so you can wait at the rapture bus stop to go to heaven. He wants you to be active in this world to make yep. a difference and an impact to do something great for the kingdom of God. We, um, personally, in this room, I want to see longevity That's in right. everybody. Wholeness. And, and it, it's in the simplest things. Like, for, and again, like we're talking about, like, don't get offended. I'm not trying to, I'm not pointing nobody out or nothing. But it's just like with somebody that struggles. Like, it is huge. There's so many people that struggle with diabetes. Yeah. And some of those same people eat stuff with sugar and don't care. Like, I want to see you live, not yeah. kill yourself. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that stuff's real. People will just, I'll just eat the cake. I don't care. I'm just eating whatever I want. I have diabetes. I got type 2, but it doesn't matter. It does matter. Your body is the temple of God. I'm praying he heals you, but why are you asking him to heal you if you're still eating pound cake? You got and, to uh, quiet uh, well, real I'm quick. You, what, you see what I'm saying? Uh, like because we have to understand absolutely. about the body, and that's why we have to understand that the temptations that face us, in all areas, many yeah. temptations that face us in all areas, yeah. come in a form of excuses. Many temptations that we face come in forms of excuses, and where do excuses start? Right here in the mind. Here are some examples why we don't, why we give in to the temptation of our, of our bodies to not take care of it. Number one, I don't have time. <laughs> Healthy food is more expensive. I'm too tired, whether it's getting up early or having to work out after work. I'm too tired for any of it. 
I just don't know where to start. It's just too hard. I've got too many health issues. I can't do a lot of exercises that are out there anymore. I don't like going to the gym. I don't want to pay to go to the gym. No one will help me. I don't feel good or I just don't feel like it. How many of you in this room can be honest that you've said those things to not take care of your physical no. body? I think some of that can even apply to reading your Bible. Yeah. Just too <laughs> No, tight. for real. Like I was looking at some of those and you're like, oh, I remember one time. Oh, I've only done it twice, Stephen. I'm sorry. We'll get together. He's hard to work out with, just saying. Um, but he told me one thing. What was it, Stephen, about my mind? You say all kinds of stuff. But, you, but I, I'm, I can't do another one, Stephen. You got to get out of your head. You don't realize what you can do, but your mind stops you. You never know what you, your body is stronger than your mind. You just got to get your mind to catch up to it. When we think we can't, and, and, and that, that's the thing, you can't have a positive life with a negative mind. You can't accomplish anything with a negative mind. It's mind over matter. It is. Whether we realize it or not, our mind determines the fitness of our body. Yeah. Our mind determines the fitness of our body every day and the direction that our bodies take every day. If the first words out of your mouth when you get up are, I don't feel good, most of the time your mindset is already in that direction of, I don't feel good. Yeah. You just walk, you walk out, I don't feel good all day. And you have to change your mind to the point, maybe instead of saying anything, maybe instead of letting your thoughts even out of your mouth, maybe just get up and turn to the side of your bed before you even put your foot down and just say, today's going to be a good day. I'm thankful. I can do all things. This is, I, hey, I may not feel like it, but I know I can do it. God, you give me the strength to keep moving and to keep going. You got to win in your mind before you can win in your life. Well, I saw this quote and I read it and yeah. it hit me. It hit me hard. It says, your body hears everything your mind says. Your body, everybody else may not, but your body hears everything your mind says. Our mindset sets the course for our physical bodies. Yeah. The mindset that we have sets our course. And, and what's funny is that you think that it's not true, but if you go on and you study, um, literally scientifically, this is the one area that I can honestly say, besides going deep into like some extra like, you know, science church stuff that's not by the Bible, but literally if you can look at uh, statistics and different stuff, it lines up with how much the mind affects the body. It lines up with how much the mind takes control over the body. I, I read a story um, from talking about patients who were in the hospital, and they said a person who's struggling with an illness, a lot of times their immune system is down. But if you have somebody come into that room with a positive mindset who begins to speak maybe about things that they've gone through and have overcome, it causes the immune system and the cells to begin to fight in the other person. It brings it up. Do you understand that that's what we are? We talk about the church being in the hospital all the time, but how can you take care of somebody when you're laying in the bed? God wants us to be well so that we can take care of the sick and the brokenhearted and the orphans and the widows and the one who need it. He wants us to be well. The word fitness means the quality or state of being suitable for. If my body is a tool to be used by God, is it in the quality or state of being suitable for him to do so and work through me? Meaning how much more could we accomplish, could he accomplish through me if I placed proper importance on the health of my physical body? Now I want to tell you something. This doesn't mean that we don't face illness. It doesn't mean we don't face diseases. It doesn't mean we don't face chronic sicknesses, pain in the body, discouragement, hopelessness, anxiety, or stress. This just means I, do I have the willpower to control my thoughts and push past my weaknesses in order for him to be glorified in and through me? Do I have the willpower? Because I may not have the body that I want, but I have the body that I need. Did you hear me? I may not, you may not have the body you 
you have the body you need and how you treat it matters. And what I want you to get in your mindset today is my limitations don't have to set his limitations. The limitations that I have in here don't have to set his. He's unlimited power and possibility. He has the ability to work for you. But when we allow the limitations that we face on a daily basis of struggles and different things to affect us, then it causes him to be limited because our mindset has already said, I can't get past right here. How I feel does not have to determine how I deal. How I feel does not have to determine how I deal. It's mind over matter. And I'm not saying, guys, it's balance. You have to ask God for balance. You have to know wisdom of when to rest and when to do things. But I think sometimes some of us have laid long enough. We've laid long enough. And God is asking the body of Christ to get up and to get moving. But in order to do so, the body and the temple that he's given us first, if we are the body, has to be well. Yeah. We, have to, we have to renew our mind daily. I mean, he talks about the mind so much. And, you know, as you look in, into the New Testament and when Jesus comes on the scene and all the stuff that's going on, they're all praying about it. They're all wanting the Messiah, the Deliverer. And, and it, doesn't, it didn't add up to their, their mind. You're supposed to be this, like, King David warrior. And, in their, and if, throughout the, the scripture, he's, they're still having this, comp now they're spending time with Jesus and still having conversation about it. So what you're saying is, we're going to overthrow Rome. And he's like, it's bigger than Rome. It's bigger than this moment in this time in history. What he was trying to get across is where we are right now today. We're talking about it. If we can get it, because they kept thinking, if we can just overthrow Rome, then Israel can have their homeland back and everybody will be set free. He's like, if that's the case, somebody else is going to come try to seize it. But if I can get your mind right, you'll be set free for life. If I can get your mind in order, you can be set free forever. And so transforming and renewing your mind is the key to doing everything you have to do. I wrote this down. Strength doesn't come from what you can do. Strength comes from overcoming the things you thought you couldn't do. That's where it comes from, and it only is wrapped in Jesus. He gives us the strength to overcome the things we thought we couldn't do, knowing that our body can handle it and do it. Whatever the case is, you can you're more than a conqueror if Jesus lives within you. Mind over matter. The, the, you know, people are like, what's the matter with you? Well, if you can get your mind in order, you can face whatever. Now listen, there is people with limitations and stuff, but it should not change your mindset of knowing who God is and knowing he's your strength. We could all do something. But why do we get a place where we cloud our judgment with just even intake, even the stuff we do? you got to look so practical at everything in your life that, that we consume and do. That's why I said fitness, February fitness or whatever I said. I was, I was saying it like, challenge yourself. Can you be better than what you are? Can you eat better this month? Can you try to exercise? Whatever that will look like to you in your house or outside. Your, can you do something? Because when your mind gets in order, the body gets in order, it's a new you, it's a new day, and you can start living fuller. Do you want to lose weight? Does anybody want to lose weight? You don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> but if you want to lose weight, why wait? You know what I mean? Like now's the time. Because when you do, don't you feel better when you lose weight? Let's just be, I'm just being practical today. It, it is better. It feels good. And then you have a pep in your step, and you know that your source is in Christ because you worked so hard to get to that place. And you turn it around because somebody will, might compliment you. Like, wow. I've noticed, you know what, God's been my strength through that. I've had to get my mind in order, and it's only through Christ Jesus that I've got it in order for me to be able to continue this path. And so it's, it's in all areas when you think about the mind and your own limitations. I don't care if you've got to go in your house. Like, I had to start doing this, and I don't know what the deal was last couple, like the month. 
for me personally, for some weird reason, I don't know why cereal just sounded good at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> for some people, it's Taco Bell, whatever. But I don't know. And, and I just had to change. I'm like, I got I to gotta do something different. This is just me. I'm just put me on blast. I'm like, I got to do something. What am I doing? And then the kids are like, Dad, you're always eating cereal. And I said, mind your own business. Go to bed. <laughs> and then, you know, of course, we have, you know it's bad when you got like eight boxes of cereal you're carrying in the store with your children and two gallons of milk. Now, it, I'm not the only one in this house, okay? And then you don't need it. Don't. You're biting your lip. I know what that means. It's not nothing nice. <laughs> But what, I, what, what had to happen was I had to change this because, boy, you know when you go to that pantry when you're trying to stop doing something, it's like, rah, 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 eat me, eat me. You know? Like everything you don't want to eat is wanting to, wanting to go in your mouth. And you're just like, no, no, I got I to gotta move this. And I, I think, the, like, does it have control of you or do you have control over it? It's all a balance in, in that whole thing. It's definitely a balance. Yeah, it, it's challenging. And when you think about things, you know, some of us, we can think about, and I've thought this for myself, so just being honest, you know, why did God, I don't understand why God healed one person in the Bible and went past and didn't heal the next person. Why is it that even some of his disciples that served and walked with him still had physical ailments that never got taken care of? And I begin to think about it, and I don't understand that. I don't understand. I don't understand when you can cry out and ask that. And I don't know why people can still struggle, or some get healed, or some don't. But I begin to think about it, and I would rather know that my ailment, the things that I'm focusing on, the things that I've got going in my body, didn't become my excuse not to be used by him. I'd rather know that. Whether I can only maybe just sit and hand something out or make phone calls to somebody because maybe I really don't feel that well. Or maybe, you know, I, I'm used to greet at the door or, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. God can still use you. Yeah. And I thought about this. I may not be able to figure out the why in what I'm going through, but I can determine the how and how I go through it. I may not be able to figure out why, why I'm dealing with the things I'm dealing with, why myself has gone this far. And some of you, some of it's simple. Some of it's simple. Just like he said, he came to me and he said, man, I'm not sleeping very well. And I wake up with headaches and my mind feels junky. And I said, well, cause you're eating stinking strawberry shortcake, frosted flake cereal <laughs> at night at a huge, and not even, we're not talking about a bowl. We're and talking about business. a mixing no, bowl. No, it's a bowl. No, That's my you bowl. You eat half a box yeah. when you sit there in a mixing bowl, and I said, your mind... Hold is, on. Wait, no, no. Does everybody have... Okay, guys, Shh. men. No, you had your time. Does anybody have a certain bowl they like to eat stuff out of? Just raise your hand. Come on, somebody help me. Thank you. Brandon's bowl is meant to be a salsa bowl <laughs> that sits in the middle of a table that's this big. It's not even... No, that's not even what it is. Where's my yellow bowl? Yeah, exactly. But the thing about it is... Where's grandma's Tupperware? What happens is some of those are whys that we can just figure out. Why am I feeling this way? Well, if yeah. I'm putting things in my body that are hindering it. But there's just other things that you can't figure out. You can go to all the doctors you not want and take all the medicines you want and do all the things that you can to try to reach after it. And you still may not know the why. But what I have quit doing and what God wants you to quit doing is quit asking why and figure out how yeah. to get through it. And the way you yeah. get through what you're going through is in his name. Yeah. yeah. Period. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10 in the message so says it this way. And then he told me, my grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. Once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the handicap and began appreciating the gift. My goodness. It was a case of Christ's strength moving in on my weakness. Now I take limitations in stride and with good cheer. These limitations that cut me down to size, abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks, I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I get, the stronger he becomes. My goodness. And the stronger I become. Yeah. The way we handle our physical bodies can be parallel to the way we handle the body of Christ. Yeah. You cannot disconnect the body from the mind. 
or vice versa. Let's just be honest. If you didn't have a head that was sending, that held your brain, that was sending brain signals to your body to function and do what it needed, your body would not work. You'd be dead. You'd be done. It doesn't work that way. My brain is what sends the signals to my body to work properly. The same is with the body of Christ. We cannot disconnect the body from Christ, who is the head, and function properly. It goes hand in hand, body to body. Yeah. Ephesians 1, through 23 says it this way, And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. It's our bodies mentally and physically that make up the body of Christ. You are the body of Christ, not this building. Not the church. You are the church. Your physical body makes up the church. And for the body of Christ to be at its prime in health and growth, we must place importance on the health and growth of our own bodies mentally and physically. If God is wanting to move in the church and cause we want to see revival, we want to see things break out, then allow revival to take place in your body so that you can be well, so that you can help yeah. spread that to others. It's good. Our lack of importance we place on our bodies can often reflect itself in the importance that we place on the body of Christ. Yeah. Often it can reflect itself. This can go the opposite way as well. We could overly place importance on our physical bodies and yet neglect being a part of the body of Christ. It could go both ways. What good does a healthy body do you when your mind is in a state of disarray? What good does it do? How can it help you? You can be, it's, it's, let me tell you something. Yeah. The temptation is both ways. There's extremes. And I think what God is wanting us to do is get out of the extremes. Get out of the extremes of setting so many limits on yourself that God can't even move in you because you limit him. Or from the extreme of that, I so go to the extreme on the other end that I so care about all my stuff and all my things and everything else that God doesn't get cared about on that end. There is a happy medium, people, to live in. And the problem of it is, is that we live so much on the highs and the lows that that's why can Consistency is hard to find. I think it's that prayer, no matter what you face. And there's a, people that have some serious issues. They really do. And I think it, it, it's one of those things that you just say to yourself, it is well with my soul. You know, I, a couple years ago, I, I'll never forget it. It was such an inspiration. Um, uh, a beautiful lady that used to attend this church, her name was Nancy Black. I watched that woman that had cancer come to this church, even up to almost the last week of, before she went to heaven. It was well with her soul. See, she would walk all the way up to the front and just barely be able to stand and just worship God or, or just sit down just so she, she just, I know I'm hurting. And she would tell me that, like, I, I'm just, because I would tell her, like, you know, you could stay home and watch. And I know, nope. No, and Larry, you know, you, you did whatever it took. She drove you crazy sometimes, but you did whatever it took all the way to the end. And it was well with her soul, like her mind. And we say this a lot, like, oh, I had a bad day, and I've said this many times. Is it bad, or was the moment bad, and your mind let it linger all day? Was it really that bad? Is it really that bad? And when you see people fighting or you see people trying to continue to move forward and live life and they're struggling and, and we got people that are just like barely doing anything and they're just, their mind is made up that their body's just not going to do it. And, and I think what it, the problem is at times is we, we just don't get our minds right being well in our soul saying, God, if, I'm, if, I, if, if you don't want to heal me, that's just so be it. I'm going to just, I'm going to worship you till you take my last breath. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever I can. If, I, if, I can't, if these legs won't operate, my mouth's still going to praise your name. These hands are still going to praise your name. However that looks for me, I'm going to do it. But it's all, it's not like trying to, can I clear the air on this? It's not trying to show somebody you are trying to worship God or do something for him. It's in your soul. Who cares what other people think? Why do we live off of whatever everybody else thinks? If we have mind over matter, we got to get that in order just as well as anything else. 
Let me read you this. It says, if you change how you think, you change your mindset. If you change your mindset, you change your behavior. If you change your behavior, you'll change your habits. If you change your habits, you'll change your outcome. If you change your outcome, you'll change your life. It, you, it all starts with you. you. If you change the way you think, mind over, it'll change everything. And then you got to continually dwell. Be renewed by, the, by who Christ is daily in all areas. That's why we, we, we mix between the, the body of Christ and, and our, our physical body. If the body is the temple, I don't know if you were here, and you can go back and watch this online. I'll never Forget it, church. I'm gonna give. I'll talk about it real quick in a, a small testimony before we transition out of this. I'll say it one more time. And some of you were here. We had couches and we had chairs set up, and we were preaching and we were talking about the the son that sold his inheritance for a bowl of soup. And I I stopped the whole service and said, "I'm not living right." And you could hear a pin drop in this room. Like, oh my God, this pastor just he's stepping down. You know, because you hear that stuff and people freak out. And I said, you know what I did? I sold my inheritance for uh, a bowl of uh, cereal and uh, some Oreos and uh, a bag of chips and uh, extra this. And, you know, those leftovers, you know, I'm just eating them. Or if I just try to eat it so I don't let her see it and just eat the Oreos in the, in the pantry, she don't know I'm eating them. Hurry up and brush my teeth. But they're still gone. You don't know my teeth? Then they're still gone, yes. But I, I put myself on blast. And I had to repent. I said, if the body's the temple of God, I'm not doing well with it. I have literally destroyed my body. I was the bit, listen, it's just me, me on blast. I was the biggest I've ever been. Now, some, everybody's different. So for me, it was like 265, 270. That's huge for me, for real. And I carried it all in my gut. And I was, I was swollen. I got like four necks. I had all kinds of stuff going on. Weird stuff happening. And... But I, ha- I put myself on blast. I was like, from this point on, I cannot live like this. Or I-, I would hate for my excuse to be, I can't help because I just, I just don't want to take care of my body. I just can't do it. And this, I'm, I'm just telling you about me. And I literally had to repent to God and say, God, if you dwell inside this body, forgive me for tearing this body up eating the dumbest thing just because I'm just stress eating and overeating and just eating just to eat and Sitting and, and just sitting there and just crunched in and I'm sleeping and I'm in a food coma and I, I got a headache and I need this. Well, I need another Coke because my head's hurting. Well, I got to have a soda. I got to have the caffeine. I mean, I was in such a whirlwind in my life. And I, from that point on, I started changing it. I had to have the mind over matter. I had to get advice from people. I had to almost control, delete my whole stuff at home. Now, you got kids and stuff. Like, why can't they have chips? I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying I'm not. And I had to change that. And from that point on, I started doing it. And I got myself all the way down to, to uh, 222, from two, almost 270 to 222. And I, I, I pulled it all the way. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm not fat as I was. Um, <laughs> y'all are like, is this weird or what? Like, I just was overweight. And I chose to do it. And... I know I gotta, we got to finish, but I got I to gotta finish this testimony. But because of that, because of that, my, the clarity in my mind, I, I, I saw clear. I, I, had, I, I had to do it. It wasn't like, okay, let's just uh, let's see if the church can go on the thing. And, you know, and it's not even like that. When God directs us to do stuff like that corporately, like we're going for it. A lot of times I hear people, I've heard people in the last couple months saying they went on a fast on their own. And so, I love that because God's really dealing with people individually, fasting certain things. Sometimes it's not even food. Sometimes you just got to detox your mind from the news and the TV and the social media and all the stuff that just eats you alive, fattens your head up. But so when I did that, I started to do better. I would go to the gym and I still go to the gym, but I wasn't trying to just hear me out. I wasn't trying to do it because I'm like, like there's some people that just do it to do it. And it's just like, I wanted to be joyful in it. Does that make sense? So what did I have to do? Two things. Quit looking in the mirror and quit getting on the scale. These were the, that was the, the mark of the beast. 
I couldn't stand looking in the mirror. I never saw the results fast enough. I didn't want to get on a scale because that didn't work either. I was, you know, you don't weigh yourself before you go to bed. You might as well do it. You know, don't do it after you eat. And if you put on clothes, maybe three pounds, maybe, the, you know, get out of your head with that. Make it something that is a part of your lifestyle. Because of that, I started going. Listen, I have fatty liver disease where they were saying in two years I was going to have to have one of y'all give me your liver. You should have saw the looks on their face. Not my level. <laughs> but it was getting to a place where I was going to have to have something. You have to have these livers. <laughs> and I went to the doctor. And because of that, I, I, I told this half of the testimony before. I went and he, he was blown away because my liver count changed and my liver functions were getting a lot better and it, it was healing. My, my, my body was healing itself because I chose to change my habits. I had mind over matter. I mean, the doctor was chasing me around where I was getting, the, getting all the testing. And he's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. There's no way. How is this possible? This guy is a, this guy is a specialist in Indy. And I said, it's only because of two things. One, being God. Two, I had to put in the work. And I, I truly believe God wasn't going to heal me unless I put my foot first, too. Do you want healed from something you're not willing to put in the work? And then I went back after I've, I've been on this journey. It's 2023, off and on. Now, there's months that, like, I've, I hurt my shoulder that last spring, that stinking heavy door at, 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 when we were doing the Easter egg thing. It yanked my shoulder, so I couldn't even lift my arm. I mean, it was jacked up. <laughs> and, uh, but I couldn't do anything, so I was off for a couple months. And, it, and then I almost felt a certain way because, like, oh, man, I can't now... Mind over matter again. If I can't lift my arm, why can't I lift my legs? I should still go anyway and ride the bike. I had to fight myself in this. Then I went back again just last year. I went back, and they, they looked at my liver, and he's like, I need to check it out some more. And I'm telling you right now, I, don't, I, I wish I would have took a picture. It's at home, and if you don't believe me, I'll show it to you. But I have an actual normal liver. There's nothing wrong with my liver at all at all. I don't know if you study fatty liver or anything. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong at all. It is, it, it, it's better than normal. The counts are completely, I was all by myself because she had to do something else. And I was like, babe, because I had to drive up there by myself. I was like, these numbers are crazy. And she goes, do you realize what this means? And he said, listen, your liver is just a normal liver. Now get this two with, well, this year, I was supposed to be going to looking for a liver. Somebody trying to have a liver, you know what I mean? You don't just get one unless somebody dies because you unless can't just Unless somebody dies, yeah, exactly. That's not how that works. And so that, I'm, I wanted to tell you this because when I finally had mind over matter for my situation, everybody's just going to be different. I saw God turn it around in different right. ways. Now that's going to look different for everybody else. It, it, for my situation. But I think, babe, what made the difference in yours is that you had to realize that there was a connection between the mind and the body. Yeah. You can't just disconnect and say that, well, no. I'm going to go eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and it's no big deal no. and my mind isn't connected to it. No. Because healthy minds make our bodies work better and healthy bodies improve the well-being of our minds. That's how it works. And when we have a healthy body in mind-body connection, we can have good night's sleep, wake up feeling rested, we can better coordinate in our body movements, we can have mental and emotional and physical energy to achieve daily tasks, we continue on a path to create a lifestyle, a lifestyle, not just a fad of maintaining ourselves, we cope with stress better. Our minds and bodies work hand in hand with the body of Christ, and the body of Christ needs healthy bodies fit jointly together, working hand in hand for the purpose of Christ. You had to get your mind and your body in order with God. And I'll say this, the frailty of your body does not have to determine the state of your mind. No matter what the limitations are that you face, your mind determines whether you push past them or not. Not, and I'll say this, not every person's body is in the same season. Not every person's body is in the same season. But every season has the ability to produce a harvest, meaning there's always work that can be done in your body in any season that you're in. It's good. In any season that you're in. Yeah. 
And I cannot let the season I'm in determine the productivity of my mind, body, and my spirit. Cannot let the season I'm in determine it. I may be in winter with my body, but my mind can still be in spring and summer with the Son of God to teach me and show me how to move and that I am still here, so which means I am still useful. Well, I, I, I wrote this down for what I was saying in the end, and it kind of just kind of ties it all together for the situation that I had. And hopefully it bring, you know, it, it's brought even kind of some hope to you because, I mean, I was in a bad spot for real. And the only way, like she said, that I was going to get help is somebody had to die for me to get what I needed in my body. And I didn't want that. And if I can prevent it myself, I'm going to have to figure something out. And even if God, I, I, I came to grips with this. God, even if you don't heal me, I'm going to try to do my best anyway. If you choose to just, if, if it's not a thing that's going to be healed, I'm going to try to be an example anyway. And however you get the glory, you'll get the glory. I, I, I wrote this down. It, it's all in your mind. Whatever you hold in your mind will tend to occur in your life. If you continue to believe as you have always believed, you will continue to act as you have always acted. You will continue to get what you always seem to get. If you want different results in your life or work, then you have to do, all you have to do is change your mind. To get the different results, change your mind. Or you'll go, like I said, when I said new mind at the beginning of the year, I don't care if it's 2023, you can still go, you can still take 2022s all the way into 2023 and continue. We're now in February, getting in this next week of February. Here we go. You can continue to have the old same mindset or you can change that and choose to say, my mind is made up. My mind is mind over matter. It is not going to limitate me anymore. It's so good. I heard a quote this week and I just want to tell you this, that it said, to ignore your health is to undermine your future. Mm. To ignore your health is to undermine your future. To ignore your body is equivalent to telling your loved ones, I'm not going to take care of my body now, but I expect you to take care of it later. Ooh. Ooh. And to ignore God's word for your body is like telling God, I'm not going to take care of your church now, but I expect you to take care of it later. If God has placed utmost importance on the body, why shouldn't we? If he's placed utmost importance on the body, then why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we do what we need to do for ourselves? God wants to move in us. He wants to do what he needs in us. In Proverbs 4, 20 through 22 in the message says, Dear friends, listen well to my words. Tune your ears to my voice. Keep my message in plain view at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. Those who discover these words live, really live, body and soul. They'll be bursting with health. If you want to do right with your body, you have to put importance on your mind. And then your mind places importance on your physical body. And then your physical body puts importance on Jesus Christ because your mind and body is in alignment with what he desires. He wants to use you and he wants to do things in you. But how many times have we allowed excuses to say, I'm too tired. I can't do that. I can't go there. I don't want to be a part of that. And the thing about it is, is we've limited the ability for God to use us. Again, I'm going to say it this way. If you're still here, you are still of use. Amen. Still breathing. If God has you still here, that means he has a purpose for you. But don't waste it because you want to be lazy with your body. Or lazy with your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you what. I have heard stories of different ones in this room that have pressed through physical ailments and things because they know the importance of the body. They've done what they can to get where they need to go. But I believe, church, God is trying to call us as a body to place importance on it so that we can function properly as the body of Christ. Your willingness to allow God to give you a new mindset for your physical body may just save your life and the lives of others. 
Do you understand that if you put importance on your physical body, which means taking care of yourself, it may literally save your life. For his case, it saved his life. But not only did it save his life, it kept him in a position to be able to lead others to life with Christ. Your body wasn't given to you so that you could just be here and look good. Your body was give to you, given to you with a purpose and a mission. And it was to go and be disciples yeah. and spread his word and do what he's asked. But you can't go if you are out of breath all the time. You can't go if you're tired all the time. You can't go if you're mentally exhausted all the time. You can't go as well as what you possibly could yeah. if you would just allow God to move past it. And the reason I'm looking at this, and I'm going to get real honest in this real quick. You know, when we do things in our bodies and we take care of them, there is a system God has put in place to release endorphins and to release serotonins and dopamine and all kinds of other things. You know what those are? Those are medicines inside your body that begin to heal it. Those are healthy medicines inside your body that begin to heal it. And, and I want to challenge you, 30 minutes of doing something, something. Again, not everybody's in the same season within their body, but every season can produce a harvest. And you have the ability to get, be productive in your season. And the thing about it is, is you may take a walk. That may just be right down, the, right across the room and back starting. But you did it. And then you get up again and you challenge yourself to do it. And, and eventually you get up to that point. 30 minutes a day of healthy exercise. I'm not talking about just work. Work is not exercise. Please hear me. I'm talking about 30 minutes of getting your heart right up and moving. Releases the things in your body to begin to heal it. God is amazing to me. And you may be looking at me and saying, well, that's, you know, that's really awesome. God did that with you, you know, Pastor Brandon. And yeah, you're talking, you know, Pastor Jen. And you just, I had somebody look at me at the gym yesterday and she goes, man, you make that look easy. And I turned to her and I said, but I am dying on the inside. I said, my mind is telling me to quit right now. I said, if you want to know the honest to God's truth, I don't want to be here. I am hurting. We I said, said literally that. inside. I said, don't let what the outside looks like fool what's going on on the inside. I said, and I'm going to tell you right now, your mind may be better than mine is right here. We went to the gym yesterday together. We rarely do that because she's got this thing she does at home. And she's like, hey, what do you want to do today? I was like, not this. I don't want to be here. I was like, but I know I need to because I want to be healthy for, for whatever God's got in store for my life. And, and it, it was real honest because I was like, man, I don't want to be here at all. And, and I think what happens in our lives, you know, we, we get in a place sometimes where we let it dictate who we are in areas. And it goes hand in hand because our physicalness of our body and then our, the spiritual side of just like the, the health of the church. You know, we've, you know, like we were talking about, like with the legacy, with build the house, or what we're trying to transform with the kids ministry. You know, you know, if 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 it's only leaning one side, it's not going to be healthy. It's it's actually going to it's going to make it worse if you don't correct the the posture of the church. The church is going to lean one way and, and not yeah. be healthy at all. And so it's in all areas. And and you know, I don't. I'm not just because she's my wife, but I'm just going to say it because. Um, I'm her husband, and I'm just going to say it. So, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you for your walk with God um, through everything you've gone through. And, you know, I, I don't know. Like she said, man, the moment I turned 30, is like all hell broke loose. She's had like 15 surgeries. Um, and some of you have no, like, idea. And I'm not just because it's my wife. Just hear me out on this, please. It has to be mind over matter. She's had so many surgeries. Like... One, there was one that, now you know she loves to worship God. It's a given. You couldn't shut her up if you tried. She had to have vocal surgery where they took and cut it open. She couldn't talk for a while at all. Then they had to close her esophagus where she can't even drink soda. She can't have reflex. If she wanted to throw up, she couldn't. It, nothing comes up anymore because she was getting cancerous cells in her throat. That's why they had to rip open her vocal cords and cut this stuff out and then lay it back down. I'm not trying to just put it like, oh, wow, this is crazy. But I want to show you an example of one me when I was going through, one in, uh, 
right now as she's going through it. That no matter what, we have to have mind over matter when we're like walking into the doors and unlocking the church and saying, God, have your way. I know you can heal me, but if you don't, we're going to preach the gospel and hopefully somebody's going to get healed. Somebody's going to get touched. We're going to continue to walk this out until that day happens. So when you're hearing this from us, this is real for us. This is like for real, real of going through stuff and learning. And she's getting ready to go to see a specialist because every time she eats one thing, it just she can't eat anything because she's allergic to everything because she had leaky gut. And if your gut leaks into other areas, it bites itself saying it's allergic. So it causes inflammation and all kinds of stuff. I'm not going to go deep into this. I'm just trying to tell you we are living mind over matter as I'm talking to you right now. And it can be done well, in I, all of our lives. I think the thing about it is, is you mentioning that is that I, just stop comparing yourself to everybody else that's around you and let yeah. God do what he needs to do in you. Yeah. And the reason I'm saying that is it was hard. It was hard in two hands and two things for me because nothing against it. That whole time that Brandon was doing what he was doing with his body and your liver and you had already been told three years before that that you were going to have to have a transplant and you didn't care and you no. didn't do things and here I am. And I was gone for two months from the church. I don't know if you guys remember this. I didn't come to church sick. for two months. And so, I laid in bed for two months. So I'm, I'm watching him do this and here I am, you know, get up every day early to work out because I've tried to say to myself, whether I'm hurting or not, I when I move my body and I get myself going, I feel better and I want to do what's right for myself. And so I'm looking at Brandon and then he comes home that day and he tells me that he's healed and that God's done some amazing things in his body. And number one, as his wife, I was really excited. But on the other hand, I'm just gonna be honest, I thought, how's that fair? That's real talk, church. Just being honest. How's that fair? I mean, I've taken, this is to be honest, I've taken better care of myself than he did. I don't understand. How's that fair? How come, how come I have to still feel sick and struggle? Why, why can't you just heal me? I've done everything you've asked. And then God has to come in and you have to reset your mind and you have to go. But if you don't, just like he said, I'm still going to serve you. If you didn't, I still want to love you. And guess what? That means the enemy, you can't have my mind either. So I'm going to rejoice that my husband is well, that he's still here, that he doesn't have to have a liver transplant. And guess what, God? You might have seen that maybe my ailment just isn't as bad as I might think that it is to the point that he was going to die, but I'm still here living. And I can still do what I need to do. And the reason I'm telling you this is that I could not focus and compare what God's doing in me compared to him. My walk with God is different than his walk with God. But my determination can still be the same as his to continue to get through and to continue to push and to continue to move. Mind over matter, do you have the willpower to push past what's happening in you? Do you have the power to do what God has wanted you to do? It starts with the simple things. It's simple. So why don't you stand with me today? And the reason I'm saying this is we don't have excuses anymore, guys. We don't have excuses. You can't tell me that you don't have 20 to 30 minutes a day to do something for yourself. That's right. I'm not asking you to give an hour. But I'm telling you what, I use that time when I spend time to focus on my physical body to, to talk to God. I talk to God. And we, him and I, sometimes we hash things out. And if I'm really struggling, you know that's when I'm doing like the kickboxing and stuff. Because like I got to get my, I got to get it out. Because I'm dealing inside with things that are, that are, that are, that are not good for my body. God wants us to release the things that are in our body, but he wants us to take care of them. He wants us to take the time to focus on them. And in our weaknesses, he wants you to remember that he's your strength. He's what will make it through. And so I just want to encourage you and challenge you today. We're just going to worship for a minute. The team's going to lead in the song. I want to know you. And what I want to encourage you is that if you know a couple things that you haven't placed real importance on taking care of your body I'm not talking like everybody has to be buff bodybuilders because we were not called everybody in this room to be a literal bodybuilder with weights but we were called to be bodybuilders for God we are to build the body of Christ 
And in order to do that, he wants to strengthen us. So if you know that you are struggling with placing importance on your physical body and you know that you need to get your mind connected back to it because you want to be a a worker for his kingdom, then I'm going to encourage you that there is time right here at these altars to spend to ask him, God, give me the mind of Christ so that I can create a lifestyle, not just a fad, not a diet trend, not anything else anybody's doing, but create a lifestyle to focus on you so that I can serve and be a part of the functioning body of God for what you desire. God, we thank you today. We believe in you and we trust in you. And God, I pray, God, that you would set a mindset upon every person in this house, God, that they matter, God. Their bodies have value. They have value. Not just what's inside their minds, God, of just, you know, gifts and things, but their bodies have value. And it's a temple, God, where you want to be hosted. And I, God, God, I pray, God, that we would choose to say, God, this tool that you've given us as our bodies, we want to make it suitable for you and fit for your kingdom, God. No matter how that looks in whatever season that we are in, I thank you, God, for what you're doing in the mind. I thank you, God, for what you're doing in the body. And I pray, God, we would not limit you with our own limitations, but, God, that we would believe that with you all things are possible and you can move in us. I thank you for healing over people's bodies right now. I thank you for healing over their minds. I thank you for the healing that you've done in others that are in this room and the examples you've set. And even, God, the ones that maybe you didn't heal, but you use them as great examples of steadfastness love and loyalty and faithfulness to you God may we know God that no matter where we are we can train our mind to train our bodies we thank you and we praise you in Jesus name amen and amen these altars are open for you if you'd like just to spend a few minutes